Coffee with your spouse is like capturing happiness in a cup. She's the cream of my coffee. And he's the sugar in my cup. I'm Teddy. And I'm Jenny. You're, You're listening, listening to, to Cream, cream in, in My, my coffee. coffee. This podcast contains adult language and adult topics intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. pleasure we get from a flavor and the strength of how we perceive a taste and the way we interpret it can take hold of us. Savor your lover. Explore taste during intimacy. Well, hello, everyone. <laughs> we are back with Cream in My Coffee with, Te- with Teddy and Jenny. Hello, hello, hello. And uh, we're going to be speaking about I'm talking about with you guys and with Jenny, of course, our last sense, just taste. Through this five part series that we've done, we've learned how each of the senses, they play a big part in intimacy, passion, sensuality. Whew, and boy, can that heighten sexual pleasure. Hopefully all of you out there have gotten a lot of great ideas for using these senses to experience with your lover in really exciting ways. I know I have. I love the research we've done. <laughs> so it's really fitting that our last sense is taste because taste kind of brings everything together. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to speak about taste because it brings everything together. It utilizes every fiber of all the senses that we've spoken about the last few episodes to bring us to this point. And we chose the taste as our last one because of it. But before we begin any further, I'm going to grab my coffee and my creamer. Mm, grab me. Grab me, baby. And it's time to get brown. <laughs> I'm never going to get used to you saying that. <laughs> well, I hope someone out there is uh, having fun with it. Just to kind of go through some of the, the taste aspects before we dive right into the taste of love and what does love taste like? So as you're as you're listening to us today, I want you to think about that. What does love taste like? Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> is it coffee? Is it donuts? Some of you, is it the kitty? I don't know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? We'll figure that out as we go along. But just a fun fact on taste in general. Taste, it has so many different scientific pieces to it but just to just to clarify we have about on the average 10,000 different taste buds that gets replaced every two weeks or so imagine that I didn't even know that I'm looking at you like really <laughs> yeah yeah we we do it it's all microscopic we can't really see it we don't know what's happening wow but it also you know it you can taste all different types of things. We we can taste sweet, sour, bitter, salty. Ugh, I hope none of you are salty today. <laughs> I know I'm not. I'm always sweet, aren't I, baby? <laughs> yeah, you sure are. So as we as we talk more about the taste, I wanted to give you a preface of that. Of course, I always like giving you a little bit of some insight before we go further deeper into this conversation, Jenny. Consciously, you know, exploring taste during sex is a way to literally savor your lover. But, you know, a lot of times things vary with taste when it comes to our surroundings, when it comes to our hygiene, which you guys, hygiene is everything out there. 
And uh, when it comes to what you eat, believe it or not, because what you you are literally what you eat. So whatever it is that you're eating, if you're eating salty foods, sweet foods, if for those of you who like pineapple, pineapple is a great thing to eat <laughs> because pineapple actually makes you taste sweeter. And your lover will appreciate that. We've talked about that in previous episodes. Yes, absolutely. So what controls your taste of smell and uh, or your actual smell and your taste is all kind of combined into one? And how that works is it sends receptors directly into your brain. We all have it. We're all there. Some of us could is a little more sensitive to taste and or smell, but we use that in combination in order to maybe uh, get the full grasp of what you're tasting at that moment. Maybe you're eating dinner, lunch, breakfast, uh, or your partner. I was thinking it. You said <laughs> it. I was like, me. <laughs> but uh, first of all, we have to be clear about one thing. You know, what we're talking when we're talking about uh, discussing taste. For one thing, taste and flavor, they're not the same thing. Taste specifically only refers to the ability to perceive something as sweet, sour, salty, bitter, or savory. Flavor, flavor is different. It's like, um, what's a good example? Like color, color that emerges when our taste perceptions join up with the smell of a thing we've tasted. I have a really fun fact. Um, the smell part of flavor is actually perceived at the back of our noses, and it isn't quite the same thing as the smell we get from inhaling a scent. I thought that was pretty cool. That is very cool. Now I gotta spice things up a little bit. Mm, baby. Yeah, you're talking to me. So <laughs> think about the time that you're with your partner, and they might have walked by you, and you're in that moment. You're heated. You're going. And everything around you, your endorphins are going high as heck. You smell what you want. Whether good or bad, it's there and you're ready to go after it. You're going for the kill. What does that taste like? How would you describe that? You're getting me all worked up over here talking <laughs> like that. Damn. <laughs> okay, Teddy. Woo. So what does that taste like? It could be sweet. It can be sour, it can be salty, or it can just be passionate, it can be extreme, it can be erotic, or for some of you, it can be just a moment of a hardcore session. Seriously, you have my toes curling right about now. I am blushing, I'm <laughs> I'm feeling a little flushed over here. <laughs> All in all, you guys, taste, it's not only limited to our tongues. We have taste receptors in our throats and intestines, believe it or not. And people don't always experience taste the same way as for any other sense. You know, taste is uh, much stronger for some people and weak for others. And that's totally normal. The pleasure we get from a flavor or the strength of how we perceive it or interpret it as safe or not, even the context in which it's offered to us, our memories and associations, emotional state, our current health, and, and so forth. You know, everything can be experienced differently. It just depends on basically our surroundings, our environment, and so forth. That plays a big part in taste. Absolutely. And, and I wanted to go back to one thing that Jenny spoke about, which was about the flavor aspect of taste. Um, here's a great a great example of something. Here's a question for you guys. 
Does blocking your nose stop taste? Well, try holding your nose the next time you eat something. You notice that your taste buds are able to tell your brain something about what you're eating. That it's sweet, for example. But you won't be able to pick out the exact flavor until you let go of your nose. And I've kind of elaborated a little bit about that in our sense of smell episode. But that goes to show you how powerful both work hand in hand. It, it really makes an impact one way or another. If you guys have ever gone wine tasting like Jen, Jenny and I really love going. Love it. Oh my goodness. Or a really good cup of coffee. Mm. The first thing you typically do is you're smelling what you're drinking. Uh, or an indulgent piece of chocolate. Whether you realize it or not, it's by instinct you are smelling before you eat. So men and women, ladies and gentlemen that are out there, make sure you are well, well cleansed and ready to ha- have yourself for your partner. Because you don't want to come to da- to dinner or date being spoiled. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. You're so corny. <laughs> no, he's right. As we spoke about before, again, with personal hygiene, it's so important And everything that you do, your surroundings, how you take care of yourself has everything to do with that. What you eat has everything. Again, if you like pineapple, so will your partner because you will taste very sweet. Your, uh, your, I don't, I don't know if I can say this. Can I say it? What will taste sweet? Sure. Your secretions. Am I saying that right? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to say, I don't want to be like, you know, vulgar, but your secretions will taste very, very sweet and your partner will thank you. Um, taste, it's really a combination of all our senses, language, utensils, temperature, color, environment, expectations, and memory, believe it or not, play an essential role in your taste. What really got me when I researched this episode was that language affects your taste. So if you speak Italian, or if you have a really strong uh, British accent, your taste buds are actually affected differently and you will taste various foods differently than someone who who speaks like Teddy and I that we're just American over here (laughs) or we speak you know without an an accent or so forth. Uh, Utensils actually play a big role in that too. If your spoon is made from copper or zinc it can actually enhance saltiness in a food item that you're eating. Temperature which is common sense of course how beer tastes or ham tastes, if it's cold or hot, could be either more bitter or more salt- saltier, excuse me. And then uh, color. There was a study I read, which I found very fascinating, that 48% of partici- participants, you got to stop with that, Teddy. <laughs> I'm sorry. My husband is over here flirting with me and being cute and playing footsies. And I'm just, as always, we're always getting distracted. We get, we get too distracted. Cannot talk right today, my gosh. So yeah, participants that uh, they drank soda in a blue glass, they actually found it more thirst quenching than other participants that had other color glasses, which I found interesting. I take vitamins and we have like these pill containers for AM and PM. And for some reason, AM is blue. And I always thought in my head it should be the PM that's blue because for me, that would signify like when it's darker outside. I don't know, that's silly. But in my head, I've always thought that. So when I read this, it was just like, oh, well, I can understand that, you know? Your environment as well, expectations and memory. A lot of times, memory plays a key factor on how things taste. You know, for me, my grandmother used to make um, 
arena, arena or avena, right? Growing up and that's like a Spanish porridge and it was so good. And the cinnamon that you top it off with, oh my gosh, it was like the breakfast that you always wanted to have on a cold morning. It was perfect. Anytime I smell cinnamon, um, that actually brings me back to eating that uh, avena or arena. And it's, it's just really good. Well, now I'm starting to feel a little hungry. But as we'll continue on... Wait, wait, you're hungry. <laughs> I got you covered. <laughs> we should break now. <laughs> just a, another question out there for you guys. What race has the strongest sense of taste? Believe it or not, Hispanics and African Americans has the highest rate of, of taste sensations other than non-Hispanic individuals. I'm learning so, more from you than what I did reading <laughs> and researching myself. Yeah, it's, it's uh, I guess it's maybe because of different foods and ethnic backgrounds that each of us have. Uh, there's a lot of different variations of different spices, seasoning, all kinds of stuff that each culture uses. So with every different culture and individual, you're going to have a different effect of how you taste things and how things taste to you. One thing may taste better or much more intense than another person may feel. May feel. Uh, there, there's a lot of different factors to that. So you, you'll have some folks, you know, just as I'm getting down into why I'm, why I'm talking about this, some folks like doing some sexual activities more than others while others <clears throat> us <laughs> <laughs> while others really don't but before you get back into you like it or don't like it you really got to make sure that you're again prepared for your partner so they do want to i like it a lot <laughs> anytime you say that is the only what i'm thinking what what movie is that from um i don't know i think it's some part of jim carrey uh, it I, is Jim Carrey. I just can't yeah. remember what. I can't remember. Oh, um, Maybe. Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. Okay, I think so. <laughs> Sidetrack. Mean, Sorry, guys. So many different versions of what he does. It's amazing. So let's get back into the taste aspect of it in the bedroom. And before we get in the bedroom, let's start outside of the bedroom. You gotta work yourself up. What are some of the things that you can do, or use, utilizing, uh, that would help? with bedroom foreplay or pre-bedroom sex or uh, anything that has to do with an engagement or an arousal period? Well, let's find out. So what does that foreplay look like? What does that building up to the moment taste like? Well, think about it. Yeah, be experimental. What are you going to do to stimulate your partner? What makes sense? Or it doesn't have to make sense. What's in the moment for you and your partner? And again, those are things that you have discussions prior to trying. Make sure both you and your partner are comfortable with everything and anything that you're wanting to do. So a great example of that for a man or a woman, whoever, it doesn't matter you know, how kinky you get. Lollipop, for example, right? <laughs> Blowpop. Wait, is is that code for something? <laughs> it's not, no. But before we get into that, what does love taste like? Nine times out of ten, love will always taste sweet in anything that you're doing with love. It'll never be sour. It'll never be salty. Unless you as a as dude, you may have some salty balls. You go clean them. Oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> but... For for love in general, it's it's sweet. So we'll go back to the lollipop scenario now. 
Light pups are sweet. They're succulent. And you can play with them any way you want. Now, don't go crazy with it. But what I mean by that is... Stop trying to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm, I'm literally covering my mouth trying not to sit here and crack up laughing. Think about how you're going to utilize light pup. For example, men, you initially maybe taste a lollipop go ahead and give it a good taste and then extend it over to your partner allow them to taste lollipop maybe brush it across their lips make sure it's not one that's going to cut their mouth of course you know you get a quality lollipop maybe a soft one or something that that's indulging to the both of you different flavors Maybe go get some dumb dumb lollipops. I'm not promoting it, but if you got them, there's so many different flavors, and they're small, they're easy. You'd be able to handle that and be able to experiment different flavors and tastes, and which is more appealing or appeasing to you. You may learn something new about your partner, or even about yourself. So that's an example there. I would encourage you to step it up, and and maybe make it a little bit more exciting. Blindfold blindfold that way you don't know what it is you don't know what you're putting in your partner's mouth <laughs> oh. oh man <laughs> so that's a great that's a great example forms of liquid is another really cool idea that you can use for taste for example like um, melted chocolate melted chocolate on fruit is probably the most sensual thing that most folks enjoy. They love the fresh fruit aspect of it. It's really fresh. Some can be acidic. Whether you're having strawberries with chocolate, maybe you're trying uh, a cranberry or blueberry with chocolate. Maybe you like pomegranate. Pomegranate chocolate goes really well. So you want to have something not super sweet with chocolate, but something that kind of balance out the sweetness of the chocolate and then the fruit itself. Teddy speaking from personal experience. Um, we did actually an exciting thing this past Saturday. We did a taste testing date. We actually did it for this episode. No, we did not record anything. And no, we're not putting nothing out there on the internet. We did this specifically for research. That's that's what I want to say, right, babe? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Research and fun. <laughs> it was fun. Um, first, we went to one of our favorite restaurants. He actually took me to Miami for this, and uh, that's the Better Than Sex restaurant. And we got to taste exotic different desserts, which was a lot of fun. We love going there. It's not the first time we've went. And then my teddy bear, uh, we actually we spent the, our Saturday at a hotel in Miami. We, we did something really cool for this episode we did a lot of different taste testing with a blindfold and uh we we did to each of each other we had different like um desserts we did strawberries dipped in chocolate we did uh the pomegranate we did a bunch of different stuff blueberries and we would see how each of it tastes um i of course love the strawberries and chocolate and so did teddy i thought that was delicious we also tried different tasting loops, which actually made intimacy a lot more exciting and better. My favorite flavor was grape. <laughs> what about yours? Uh, favorite flavor? Oh my God. I don't know. There was a, there was a couple of them. I think we had like what, eight different kinds. Yeah. There's quite a bit. I mean, I'm, 
I'm great with any kind of fruit or chocolate. But it was a lot of fun. I truly recommend to all of you out there, whether you're coupled up or married, definitely try that experience with your significant other. Do a taste testing date, um, whether it's you're going to a restaurant or it's you know in private uh, with intimacy, which is we did both. We did the whole outside of the bedroom, as Teddy discussed earlier, and inside of the bedroom. And it was so much fun seeing and exploring what different tastes we liked. And it made the experience a lot more erotic. (laughs) And it's certainly one I will never forget, especially the fact that it was a surprise for me. Um, He surprised me going to Miami for that weekend. And I thought it was just wonderful. It was a wonderful experience. I truly enjoyed myself and truly enjoyed everything that we did again behind closed doors and also in Miami while we were there. I'm glad you really enjoy that. So did I. You're amazing, baby. Thank you. So, fellas, we're getting into the nitty gritty of it a little bit better into the taste of love. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) So we talked a lot about the different types of items that you can utilize uh, to build the anticipation build the climax that you're about to endure before going into the bedroom. So those are those are some of the most important things. And the reason why we speak about it without even saying the word, there is only one thing and one thing only, majority of women want and desire. And that one word is in bold capital letters, foreplay. Mm, preach. So... That is the the number one thing that you can utilize with taste and incorporate it into a long, indulging foreplay. Penetrative sex is incre- is great. It's good. But it doesn't give all that needs to happen for your partner to be 110% from head to toe satisfi- satisfied. What do you think? <laughs> Hell yeah. Well said. I mean, shit, you can't sum that up any other way. You know, foreplay is everything. And again, personal hygiene. Always got to go back to that. Ladies, make sure you take care of your kitty. Keep it fresh because sex can happen at any given moment with your significant other. I mean, if you're spontaneous like Teddy and I, (laughs) you know, it doesn't matter where you are. It can happen. And uh, you definitely want to be ready for it. So you want to make sure you taste excellent and amazing and smell excellent and amazing So always make sure, ladies, I always, I really do uh, preach this, that you need to keep in your little purses some fragrances, like maybe a miniature perfume bottle that you can spray in your inner thighs, wet wipes, very important. If you're a woman, we all know that when you go to the bathroom and if there's cheap and crappy toilet paper, it sticks to you from time to time. And if you don't have access to a sink to go wash your kitty, that's where a wet wipe comes in handy. Again, you always want to be prepared for the situation because you don't want to offend your partner with how you taste or how you smell and taste and smell go hand in hand. So let's keep it clean and uh, guys, don't forget the foreplay. Foreplay is everything. There's two different types of orgasms and I know I'm getting sidetracked here. This isn't, I mean, everything has to do with taste. It all centers around it, but um, the two different orgasms are, you know, the vaginal one, internal, and then the clitoris one. And they both feel different. They both feel amazing. Oh, so amazing. But they are both different. And um, of course, 
it's easier for women to climax vaginally if we've already had a clitoral orgasm. So that's where foreplay comes very important. You should feel comfortable enough to go down on your partner for that reason. Those are definitely all great pointers coming from directly from a woman. (laughs) So here's a fun fact, and I wanted to throw this out there for mainly for the guys. Sorry, sorry for the ladies, but mainly for the guys. Maybe for some ladies too that don't know or maybe have a curious question about it. The question is, what does the JJ taste like? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't with you. I can't. <laughs> so let's let's dive into that question because I'm sure a lot of a lot of ears are perking up about that. What does it taste like? <laughs> well, it depends on the person, of course, but it may taste sweet or sour. It might taste metallic or bitter. It might taste salty or sharp. It may even have, you know, faint hints of what you may have eaten for dinner. So there's so many variations of what's going on with with your womanhood um, when you have those different tastes. And those are things that I've learned and maybe that you'll learn today about. When you're coming off your menstrual cycle, that actually may taste a little more metallic than others. Not from experience. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm just reading articles and give you guys those things out there. <laughs> I'm looking at you shaking my head. No, dude. You would know. Like. <laughs> so that is that is something that is actually from an article I read through Healthline. Uh, Healthline is a really good article about how does it taste and what is it, uh, what does others say that it may taste like and, and why it tastes that way. Um, some may even say that it's like a battery tasting, metallic tasting, and that's just from you know the the vagina flushing through its menstrual cycle and maybe have remnants of, of some iron in the blood and things like that that are going on down there. So sometimes it's salty or a bit sour. It's from you know your natural body, maybe exercising or uh, maybe you have high anxiety or something going on with you at the moment. Uh, you may may taste that through your partner. Maybe they're just anxious. All that may be a part of it. But also, not cleaning yourself well after urinating may leave behind trace of urine, which can taste salty. <laughs> Again, that's where, like I said, wet wipes for your vajayjay come in handy, okay? If you don't have access to a sink to, you know, Wash the kitty. You got to keep it clean, ladies. You know, we are women. We have to keep it clean. Cleansiness is important. The other reasons why, uh, that uh, may be out there is your pH balance may be off uh, or your diet. Maybe you have some issues with your diet. Um, actually, smell. Let's, I know we're talking, talking about taste, but smell of your urine, whether it's super strong, maybe have issues of different colors. All that is different issues that may have... Um, be part of your body. Actually, some of the, here's a here's a another quick fact here too. Those of you that that eat curry or spicy foods, <laughs> curry and heavily spiced foods may also have an impact. So these foods often produce sweat within uh, sweat with a distinct smell, and sweat within your groin may interfere with your vulva's natural aroma and taste. So those of you that like the uh, Asian cuisine, sometimes that can be a part of it. Alcohol uh, and drinking may make things taste a little bit off. Again, it it changes your whole 
body and your taste structure down there. So I know we're talking a whole lot about down there, but hey, before you uh you get to the big O, you got to fix fix up the uh start the engine first. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so here's another here's another thing for those of you that are smokers. Alcohol affects it. Those of you that are heavily drinkers or just, you know, occasional drinkers is okay, but you heavily drink, you can definitely taste the difference there. Tobacco users, heavily tobacco users, it'll affect everything down there as well through the sweat and the press. Uh, oh my God. I mean, we lost words right now. Sorry, that's my fault. I leaned in, I was about to kiss him, and then I just totally distracted him. I was just going to say, like, we're not knocking on whether or not you drink or smoke, you know, to each its own. I mean, hey, more power to you. Um, we're just simply stating from the article, which we will link this article in the show notes so you guys could read as well. It's really helpful information. Absolutely. And if you do have any kind of foul smelling down there, ladies or men, you definitely have some kind of bacterial issue. So you want to take care of that. Basic hygiene, take care of your bodies. Uh don't eat too strong foods like asparagus. We all kind of hear that, know that that part. There's a little joke about the asparagus and and eating and drinking that. Bottom line, great health and what you you, you are what you eat. That's old saying. It's true. Facts. You are what you eat. So try to stay healthy, <laughs> so you can taste healthy and taste good to your significant other. I think that um, for me, taste is definitely my favorite sense. <laughs> taste and touch. Um, I, I enjoy the way you taste, Eddie. I know that sounds weird saying that on air, but you are very clean and, you know, you eat very healthy. We both eat healthy, so I can't complain. I have no complaints. And also I feel very comfortable with like Teddy speaking about, you know, a woman's health and so forth. My husband is very in tune with my body. (laughs) So he can speak up here like he's a damn doctor because He's in tune. He's in tune to meet all my needs, you know, intimately, emotionally, mentally. He's an amazing husband. So if it's anyone who knows a woman, it's definitely my husband because he knows me probably better than I know me. I'm glad you agree on something with me. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't let your head swell up too big. Both of them. <laughs> so, um, fellas, we talked a little bit about that. Now, now ladies, this, this is for you and for the men. You want to do the same exact thing. I don't want to pin this all on the ladies because, men, we have our own faults. And you've got to be just as encouraging if you want your partner to taste you just as much as a strawberry would taste. So, men, you are what you eat again. Having something um, project with yourself, both intimately (laughs) as well as... Anything else you may think of in the imagination that we're speaking about here. Here's some great ideas. Fruits, vegetables, all those part of your diet, it goes a long way. It truly does help. But eating, for example, uh, an acidic fruit like pineapples or um, grapefruit or oranges uh, or even strawberries, um, mangoes. All of that, there's always traces of different things. You don't want to eat too many salty foods. I mean, try to balance your, your diet as best as you can. But eating it one time doesn't go back and, and immediately see a result. 
You have to continuously do this. It takes about a 30 to 60 day cycle for your body to truly get through every single portion of, of what your partner may experience with you. Because again, you truly do taste like what you eat. All right, now we're getting to the more intense part. We're getting to the bedroom, folks. Here we go. So as we get down into the bedroom, this is the moment, the pivotal moment you built up through taste. Taste still continues as you get you you get into the bedroom portion of your excitement. You've built up all this enthusiasm. You've done so much foreplay. You've probably taken yourself to a whole nother level that maybe you have never experienced or that you you know, those of you that don't go that far outside of the norm. And those of you that are there, maybe this is not enough for you. But you know, once you're there, you have got to make sure that you're paying attention to your partner and that you are picking up on every portion of what they're feeling, their emotions, their movement. But ladies, let me let me make it clear and, and the ladies in particular. We are not mind readers, and sometimes you have to give us clues, hints, and or just specifically directly let us know what is it that you're wanting. And if we're not doing what you enjoy properly, you have to be very clear about that. Oh, I'm going to be clear. I'm going to be like those air traffic controllers with the little wands that <laughs> they tell you where to go. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of a story I heard with... Uh, you know, some folks that are the very first time as you've ever uh, encountered lovemaking before or sex. It's, it's just crazy. Land here. <laughs> so as, as you get to that point, I won't go into much further details. You guys already know what to do the rest. But I just wanted to get touch on the specifically on taste without getting too sidetracked based upon that. Taste goes so far through the bedroom area. You can utilize it in so many different ways. You can utilize so many different forms. There's edible underwear that you can utilize. You can utilize different types of syrups. You can utilize, maybe you do something creative and crazy. Who knows? Whatever kinkiness that you're desiring, do. I encourage you. You said syrups. We tried honey with our little taste testing uh, date. I didn't like that. Too darn toot and sticky. I would never do that again. Honey is not the way to go. I mean, if you like it, kudos to you. But hey, I, I don't prefer honey. Well, honey and a little bit of alcohol goes a long way. <laughs> <laughs> that That's really, really nice. Let's let's continue on with the, with the bedroom portion. Yes. We're not, I'm not going to give you details of 365 days or 50 shades of nothingness. I'm just going to give you the the true facts of where we're at the moment. You guys know to do the rest. You're adults with that. But taste is so, so, so crucial. Taste is, it goes such a long way. I want to kind of go into different foods that symbolize love with taste. Now that we're talking about that. So here we go. Here's a couple of different things I wanted to talk about. Did you know that in general that pomegranates it's a it's a symbolization of marriage. Really? It's, yeah. It's intricately bold, beautiful pomegranate symbolizes marriage and life in Greek mythology. 
Oh, okay. I was I was about to, that was my next question. Where yeah. does that come from? Yep. Greek. Okay. In in other cultures, it's regarded as a, a representation. Representation. Ooh, I can't even speak about that. Let me back away. <laughs> Repres- representation of uh, representation. representation. There we go. Oh my God. There we go. I can't Words. Even speak. <laughs> the taste is flowing out my mouth. <laughs> Again, let me back away. Yep. Representation. <laughs> I can't, still can't say it. Of togetherness. <laughs> Just as seeds stick tightly together, safe in its protective <laughs> exterior. God, this is making that sound more than just a fruit. <laughs> oh, my goodness. May, um, you know, may your love be filled with camaraderie. So pomegranate is, is utilized as a love fruit, just the way that it is in Greek mythology. It's actually pretty cool. I don't like pomegranate. Unless it's like juice with something else, like it has to be mixed. I'm... I'm not. I don't like like just to eat the fruit though. Uh, I love pomegranate. Like I said before earlier, especially with chocolate, it's really good. But pomegranate in general, it has a like a different taste to it. It's sweet yet tart, depending on the how ripe it is. But it's it's pretty good. None, number here's another another one here. I think I got about five or six of these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a squirrel now. Let me stop. <laughs> That is true. That is true. So many cultures celebrate nuts as a symbol of a strong marriage. More specifically, hazelnuts, almonds, and chestnuts are all associated with love. So that's a cool that's a cool fact kind of throw out there. You can create nuts with all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a recipe out there that you can find. It's called Magical Almond Cookies. Ooh. It's pretty cool. There's two cups of almond. Um, there's, a, there's a third cup of maple syrup. That's This is the actual recipe. One and a half tablespoons of coconut oil, melted. Uh, one tablespoon of vanilla ex- extract. And then a half a, a teaspoon of baking soda. An eighth teaspoon of salt. And then a tablespoon of water if needed. And you kind of mix it all together. And then 350 degrees in the oven. We'll link it in the show notes for you guys. That'd be pretty cool, um, but uh, I like nuts. Well, <laughs> <laughs> babe, <laughs> no, I like nuts. Okay, your dad's on this. <laughs> you like passion fruits. <laughs> oh my god! That reminds me of a joke, real quick. This guy named Russell, Russell Peters. Peters. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> he said to his. You guys look it up, YouTube him, Russell Peters, with um with the magical fruit or just just fruit in general. Uh and there's a word out there, a Jamaican word. It's called uh it's called Punani. His his father's Indian from India, and uh he heard his son say it, Russell Peters, while he was young, and he has some Jamaican friends that always spoke about this. They all want to get Punani. <laughs> However, I'm not saying this right, you gotta watch it. He says it properly. He told his dad uh, he was sick one day, and his dad overheard him. He's like, what is Punani? And, his da- and he told his dad, that is just fruit. That's all it is. They keep on talking about it. I was like, oh, okay, well, we need to try this fruit one day. He's like, yeah, dad, it's cool, pretty cool. Well, one day, Russell gets sick from school, and he's home. And, uh, oh, man, now I, I remember the story. And as he's sick for school... He, his dad's like, is there anything I can get you, son? You're really, really sick. Would you like me to get you some fruit? 
It's like, yes, Dad. I would love some Funani. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not saying it right, but I'm just, you know, just go watch it. It's funny as hell. It's just a cool thing just to watch. Russell Peters is really funny. He really is. Um, here's another another cool fact. Lemons. Believe it or not, lemons is, is you know, a, fr- a food of love. How? If you wouldn't that make you taste salty? Well, you would you would think so. It's just a similarization of it. Which, so for example, in Italy, especially on the uh, Amalfi Coast, lemons symbolize an an eternal love. Excuse me, purity and friendship. Lemons are a fresh start. It actually um, is a palate cleanser. They're really uplifting and inspiring and healing. And uh, all the key components of true love. So that's how they, the Italians in, utilize lemons. That's probably where we get a lot of the lemons as well before eating and going to dinner or things like that. Some of them may have gone to uh, some of the restaurants that may utilize this a lot. So um, you can use lemons in all different kinds of ways as well. But here's another. Here's some other cool things to look at too. Basil. In India and Italy... Basil is a symbol of good wishes and love. An Italian woman might put a pot of growing basil outside her front door. This actually has a symbolization to it as well. It means that she's ready for love. <laughs> Wait, like ready for intimacy or like ready to be married? Which one? Well, the article doesn't specify, so <laughs> I would assume she's ready for anything. Okay, so let me put a pot of basil outside my door when you come home every day. <laughs> <laughs> Well, in today's standards, though, uh, basil does represent friendship and is an uncommon to gift a na- new neighbor with a basil plant, especially if the neighbor is particularly your type. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, in basil, you can use uh, pesto. I love pesto. It's really, really, I love uh, it's Yes, great with it's sandwiches. delicious. I just made a sandwich today with it. It was good. <laughs> Has hints of basil, mm. parts of it. It was good. We talked about honey, but actually honey is on this list. Honey is quite anciently known for its sweet, medicinal, loving purposes. You are not touching me with honey ever again. <laughs> that junk is sticky. No. That is a no for me. And those of you with dirty minds, yes. There's other things that are sticky too, but stop it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Stemming from Greek, Italian, and Nordic cultures, honey is associated with love in many ways. Even becoming an affectionate nickname. So, those of you that have gotten the word Honey, or you may call your spouse honey. That's where it comes from. There you go. I don't have a nickname like that. The nickname you gave me is weird, and it makes me feel very short, even though I am short, but it makes me feel extremely short. <laughs> Here's another another one that, again, is probably one of our favorites and a lot of folks out there, chocolate. There's absolutely no surprise here at all. Chocolate, when eaten, producing, produces feelings of love and euphoria. Man, I, I love chocolate. You remind me of chocolate. <laughs> we <laughs> talked about this. That's why I married you. Chocolate is my favorite thing in the world to eat. And I can have it. Oh, my gosh. And I know we're not supposed to, but for breakfast, lunch, day, it doesn't matter what time of day. And you remind me of chocolate. <laughs> so, actually, they used to, in nowadays, or be in back in the day, excuse me, suitors would play Cupid trying... Uh, to try every year to get their loved ones to eat chocolate in front of their pre- in their presence, just because they know the effects that it may have. You know, some stronger than others, but the ske- the chemistry of chocolate is just 
unbelievable. And again, we did the whole uh, date testing uh, different items over this past weekend. I can agree with that sentence. Chocolate really does make a difference, you know, right before intimacy. It does bring about uh, different feelings of um, happiness, you know, arousal and so forth. Absolutely. So those are those are my fun facts with taste and the fruits of love. And uh, just want to give you guys something a little different. Maybe you've heard before. Maybe you have not. But I wanted to. Well, we well, Jenny and I always we also want to give something more expressive and something that goes a long way. Conversation starter. Something hopefully that you may have learned or may have not learned. And please don't feel shy. We actually want to know what everyone's uh, preferred taste is for, I guess you can say for intimacy, right? Yeah. We want to know if any of you out there have had stories regarding, you know, your intimate moments and taste, uh, different things you've tried during intimacy or right before with taste, you know, whether it's been fruits or uh, sweets or so forth. And how that enhanced your experience. And you can email us at creaminmycoffee97 at gmail.com for that. We want to know. We want to know what everyone else's experience is. Because we just did the whole, uh, you know, food tasting um, date thing this weekend. And it was it was actually one of the best weekends I've had in a long time with Teddy. There's so many great memories over the 25 years we've been together that we've had. This is one of the top 10, though. <laughs> it was exciting. It was fun. I wasn't expecting it. He totally got me by surprise by taking me to Miami on this date. And the whole fact that it was specifically for this episode of our podcast. We actually went out of town on a date um, to do the, the tasting of different food items and so forth. Again, behind closed doors and also just in Miami. And it was a really great experience. And we also got to taste a lot of good Colombian foods over there and ice cream. The ice cream is immaculate. The coffee, oh my gosh. Let me not just get started on the coffee over there. Yeah, definitely. I, I love the coffee over there. There's lots of Cubans there. So the coffee, there's so many different types of co coffee and different ways to drink it. I can share a story about that, but we're not on that topic right now. And... uh yeah, it's just, it's such a melting pot, just like most major cities across the U.S. Great, great place. All right, so as we're getting down to, getting down to the wire here with taste, we're going to add a little bit of a bonus to add all this, all the senses together. Uh, we're going to call this sensory sex. So what, what does this meaning, what does this mean? And, and the meaning of it is adding all the different senses we spoke about in our last several episodes together. And we'll give you some tips to kind of go upon so you guys can utilize for your intimate parts of your day. So number one, we'll go into hearing real quick. Uh, hearing, you can utilize and, and tips to incorporate it is maybe try humming while giving oral pleasures to your partner, even while with a, with a kiss. Different areas or zones like the belly, the inner thighs, breast or neck. What do you mean humming? You mean like a moan? No, like, just like like a hum. It actually like stimulates stimulates like a slight vibration. So when you say hum, like you mean like um. No, like you know, like you, you hum you hum to yourself, you know. So okay, so you're telling me 
while I'm having, while I'm going down, I have to go, mm-hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what it says. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, may, someone may really like that. Who knows? That's weird. I, well, I, I usually don't say that. That's weird. With, with sound, though, like, this is, this is important. I think this is crucial here, is let your own sounds of pleasure out. I think giving feedback to let your partner know that you're enjoying whatever they are doing to you goes a long way. And then that feedback goes into more of an arousal that you're doing you're doing it right. You're doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> you're making me think of the movie when Harry met Sally. Have you seen that movie? Yeah. It's a classic. You know yeah. when she's in the restaurant and she's like faking an orgasm. <laughs> yep. Um and with with uh, sound as well, play with your words, create names for your different parts of your body uh, or different sexual acts. You know, tell your partner what you're desiring. That that goes a long way with the communication and the sound. Uh, so we'll move right on to the next one, sight. How to, how to incorporate sight. Maybe you want to set the mood, different types of lighting, different ambiance, maybe a candlelight or dimming lighting or different colors of light. Try strip teasing and tantalizing your partner with every single layer of clothing that you remove. Those of you who may not have clothing, maybe use body paint, body art or something. Okay, seriously, all in all, not the TikTok we did, not the joke. The last time I tried doing that, I literally fell on my face due to the fact that I had six inch heels that I could not walk in. That was miserable and embarrassing, by the way. Kind of killed the mood. <laughs> Another great thing to use on site is maybe play an erotic movie or porn that you may like. 365 <clears throat> days! <clears throat> um, and explore some type of mutual masturbation between the two of you. Hmm. Exciting. Uh, keep keep <laughs> candles nearby. <laughs> maybe add a little bit of movement, space, romantically blow out candles. Take moments to gaze into each other's eyes Study and, and show the gazing helps encourage trust with each other. You're really looking at your pupils and what it does. And does it dilate? Does it not? Hmm. What is it telling you? Are my pupils dilated, baby? Look <laughs> at me. Look at me in my eyes. <laughs> it is. Other thing you can use with sight is maybe using a blindfold like we spoke about earlier. And then heighten the different senses around you. That always goes well, hand in hand. That made our... Taste testing date, super exciting, being blindfolded to taste different things that we had in our hotel suite. It was fun. So going into the next sense, smell. And again, this is all incorporated with intimacy and uh, foreplay, all of this. I'm just giving you guys some examples, some tips. It's, I think it's some great ideas. So with smell, utilize sense of desire. Like we talked about the different senses of smell before like vanilla or sandalwood, or maybe if you like something more sweeter, do something different. Find out your your partner's favorite perfume or cologne. Make sure you wear it while you are being intimate. Utilize different massage oils or massaging candles. There's so many different ways that you can utilize that uh, with smell. Then make it a point to invite in the smells of your partners to explore their sensuality, you know. Make sure that you have that attention to detail that helps them with the level of smell. Next one would be taste. As we're, we talked about taste, we are really incorporating some major tips here. 
So bring more attention and appreciation to the taste of your partner's body, the kiss, sensual fluids. And we know we already talked about all kinds of fluids today. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Incorporate all this sweet fruit, um, honey, warm chocolates, whipped cream. We spoke about different kinds of natural foods like nuts. Oh my gosh. <laughs> sweet, not salty. <laughs> and some people like also um, the taste of their lover on them. So like, you know, after your your partner has gone down on you kissing intimately, if that's what you like, sometimes that can cause more arousal. Here's another great example you can do too. Uh, and we haven't spoke a whole lot about that is flavored lubes or, or candy. We did the lubes yeah. <laughs> this weekend. Um, last thing on, on taste is, here's a, this is a really, I think a cool idea. And I think we've, uh, a lot of folks have done this at least once in their lifetime, but experiment with wines. Wines has such a different flavor profile, but swapping wines from partner to your mouth to mouth with your partner, that would be a good example of, of, using taste between your partner in an intimate way or tasting wine and having a kiss after and your partner being able to taste that from your mouth directly i'd rather do that one the first one i was cringing i was looking at you like "Eh." no the second one though i love kissing you after i've had a sip of wine well more like you don't have to slush wine in your mouth to mouth (laughs) that's weird however you could have wine in your mouth and then French kiss without having to swirl wine to wine to mouth to mouth like that. But that's just an example. The largest part of the organ of our body, you know, is, and we utilize is touch. So playing with the quality of touch, you know, slow touch can be increasingly intensifying. Um, Either firmer pressure can also be really wonderful on the way that you utilize touch with your body. Uh, tracing your partner's body with ice or teasing the most sensitive parts. Maybe you want to use, should I say, it, a dildo or anything that's cool or warming gels. Um, but just make sure you test the temperature. Don't know your partner's react to it or maybe they're not into that as well. Uh, incorporate maybe a, a, a stimulator of some kind, which... Ladies, I'm sure every woman on the planet knows what the hell a jackrabbit is. I was about to say, you took the words <laughs> out of my mouth. My goodness, you you think like me. <laughs> yeah, we've been together forever, so yeah. You know what you could also do is that you can use something to stimulate your nipples or even, fellas, your scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> Invite soft touch with feathers, velvet, fur, felt. All those different materials have a different effect on your body. Maybe it, it you know, can numb you. It could maybe draw chills within your body, maybe a huge warmth. Don't know what it does to you till you try it. And then it feels amazing on your skin. It's a romantic way of foreplay. Um, another great example, which I love, taking warm baths, using different types of salts, oil, and soothing the skin. And exploring a sensual massage in the bath could be a great way for to get your mojo going. <laughs> Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> 
So those are some of the great examples that you can utilize here. Um, this this article and some of the sex sensory topics that I've listed out on the five senses is from Glamour. So you can look that up. I'm not going to put that in the show notes unless Jenny does it. But it's a great um, article to read and kind of give you some examples of some of the things we've spoken about as well. What we will also link in the show notes, um, speaking of show notes, is The Art of Loving and the Joy of Being Loved. And that is by Matthew Kelly. We're still working on this book, you guys. <laughs> we just finished the last book that we discussed in our previous series of um, The Senses of Love and our, our one episode before this. Um, this book is still new to us, so I can't really talk too much on it. It is starting off really good. It basically, Matthew teaches us, you know, in a practical and unforgettable way, how to know the things about ourselves and how to share ourselves more deeply with the people we love. The book will change the way you approach relationships, which I feel is very important. Teddy and I are still working on this one. I will link it in the show notes. We are not done. We like to read a lot. And uh, we like to research all our episodes and make sure that we are telling you guys accurate things from everything that we're saying. I want everyone who's listening, and this is your homework, so pay attention, take your significant other on a taste-testing date. It is going to be unforgettable. Use different lubes, different types of fruits, different types of sweets. Do it blindfolded and unblindfolded while you're taste-testing in and out of the bedroom. It is magnificent. I recommend everyone needs to do that. It is a great experience. It's fun. It's exciting. And you know, with intimacy, it doesn't matter how many years you've been together. It doesn't matter if you're young or old. You should always keep it exciting and exhilarating for you and your partner. It's what keeps you forever young. I can personally speak about that and so can Teddy. With the 25 years that we've been intimate with each other and what we've been together, it is fun. Marriage should be fun. Relationships and definitely intimacy with your significant other should be fun. So make it fun, you guys. Go on that taste testing date. I truly recommend it. And also, Teddy and Jenny can be found on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and now Twitter. If you would like to email us and give us some ideas of episodes you want to hear us talk about, we always listen because you do. You can email us at creaminmycoffee97 at gmail.com. We are on every single social network and every single every single place you can hear a podcast or your music from, Teddy and Jenny are on. So if you're listening to us by any chance on Spotify, there's also questionnaires on there uh, about what you thought about this episode and so forth. Feel free to answer. We always love hearing from our listeners because we adore you guys. I love you like I love my coffee. Hot, hot, hot. hot. It's time to go do a little taste testing. You ready? Yep, sure am. Bye. Bye.